This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Ray Moynihan as a keynote speaker here at Symposium 2018 for the NMS, uh, research fellow Bond Uni, who doesn't have a background in medicine. He's not a, he's not a medico at all, So, um, but you do have a, a, a big interest in this area. That's right. I was... Uh journalist, an investigative journalist, became a medical journalist, a health journalist about 20 years ago now. Is that healthy? Well, you know, what it did do was uh, made me realise that there's a lot of unhealthy things go on within healthcare. And pretty soon, reporting on healthcare, you get to see the the downsides, uh, the this huge sort of commercial interests and uh, fairly quickly I developed an interest in this problem of too much medicine, and uh, which is now, of course, a mainstream concern around the world. Choosing wisely, obviously, um, a key part of a response to that. But, um, but then eventually, slowly moved from being a journalist to becoming an academic. And so now I'm uh, working at Bond University, studying this problem of overdiagnosis, this problem of too many diagnoses, not just too many pills, too many tests, but too many diagnostic labels where we're handing them out like lollies. So, Ray, where does that come from? Is that, are we, the general public, demanding that? Look, that's a good question. As it turns out, we've just done a study of all the possible drivers of this problem of overdiagnosis, unnecessary diagnosis, and all the possible solutions. And it's a complex picture. Um, there are cultural forces, you know, this idea that more is better. Uh, there are financial incentives driving more and more and more. Uh, there are professionals who don't want to miss any disease. You know, it's the last thing you want to do as a professional is miss something. So there's a tendency perhaps to label when a label may not be needed. And then, of course, there is that sort of public expectation uh, that doctors will do something. And the reassurance that can come from a diagnostic label can be very valuable. Uh, and, of course, you, you know, you've got industry there as well, very interested in, 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 in maximising markets. So a lot of forces not conspiring but aligning to promote the idea of more, more tests, more treatments, more diagnostic labels. And, and increasingly the evidence is suggesting that too many people are being diagnosed across a range of conditions. And I can talk in some detail if you want about that. Well, are we better off because of that? Well, you know, th- that's what we're investigating at the moment. And I think for many people who are being labelled unnecessarily, they're not better off because they're being labelled, they're having the anxiety, let's say have a cancer label, when that cancer, in inverted commas, would never have gone on to harm them. Uh, They're being exposed to unnecessary treatments, unnecessary surgery, uh, lifelong medication. Let's take an example. Let's take thyroid cancer as an example. A a terrible illness, thyroid cancer, can harm, can kill. The evidence is suggesting that we are now diagnosing too many very small cancers, thyroid cancers, that are in fact totally benign. And so we are, we are labelling people as having cancer. We are then treating them for that cancer with surgery, with potentially lifelong medication. 
unnecessarily. Now, this is a very difficult, complicated, challenging problem. There's no easy solutions, uh, but there's a lot of work going on trying to understand how much overdiagnosis of thyroid cancer there might be. There was a paper in the New England Journal of Medicine a year or two ago suggesting that perhaps half a million people globally have been unnecessarily diagnosed with thyroid cancer over 20 years across 12 nations. This is not a small problem. And that's only one cancer? That's one, and we could talk about breast cancer, we could talk about prostate cancer. Now, now, now I stress here, these, these diseases are real. This is, these diseases are real. The trouble is we, we seem to be wasting money treating too many healthy people that could be better spent focusing on the genuine need. Uh, the problem is that it's not always possible to tell which cancers will go on to harm and which won't. And therein lies the nub of the problem. And there's a lot of work going on focusing on that particular conundrum. As a um, one person, you would want to know, though. And that's probably what a big driver is. The people, we want to know if there's something wrong with us. Well, that's the nub of the problem here. Often it's not clear whether there is something wrong. And this is the dilemma of early detection. We have grown up, you and I and many of the people listening, have grown up believing that early detection is always the best medicine. Now, if that early detection is actually going to nip something in the bud that would have harmed you, of course it's the best way to do it. However, the science is suggesting that in our enthusiasm to detect things early, we are detecting a lot of things that would never harm us. So, yes, we're enthusiastic to know what might harm us, but are we enthusiastic to know all of these things that won't really harm us but will actually cause us to be labelled and treated unnecessarily? This is, the, this is the terrible dilemma of overdiagnosis. How much has it been driven by the consumer's embracing of Dr Google? Well, we, we, we don't know exactly how much Google's involved in this, but, uh, and, and we don't know how much this is driven by kind of patient demand versus systemic, uh, what the system offers. I, I think this problem is, is, is a very challenging one, and as I say, a lot of work's going on. The NHMRC, the National Health and Medical Research Council in Australia, is funding the work that I and others are doing on overdiagnosis, as are other funding bodies around the world. Um, it, it's not clear how much this is driven uh, by, by people searching on the internet. What do you take from a symposium like this? Look, I take, I take heart from a symposium like this because I think there is... Well, yesterday we had Choosing Wisely. Uh, today there's a National Medicine Symposium. You know, I think a, a, what's driving a lot of the people here is a concern to have healthcare that's efficient, affordable and safe and, and have a health system that's like that and have a, a, the delivery of interventions that are, that are, that are safe and effective. You know, and that's a, that's a great thing. You know, one, one question in my mind always, though, at, at conferences like this is how much of healthcare is driven by factors outside the health system? And, and I think we know from, from, from good evidence that the, the, the health that people have 
is so determined by social, economic, environmental factors that are outside the health system. And if we're really interested in improving the population's health, uh, we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be investing in education, affordable housing, you know, all kinds of social programs, economic change, more fairness, more equality. And so that's just a, that's just a question mark always in my mind uh, that we that we we give so much so many resources and so much time and energy to the healthcare system and getting that right, uh, and and yet to what extent are all those other factors uh, even more important? But that's that's a broader that's a broader <laughs> thing. We don't need to go there at the moment. But um, no, I'm just very pleased to. Uh, have the privilege really of, of, of working on, on this problem of too much medicine and to be here to hear what other people are doing and uh, yeah. And at the end of it, it all comes down to a dollar. Well, I'm a former journalist and one of the great rules of investigative journalism is follow the money and I think that uh, following the money is always a very good thing to do and uh, yeah, and that's, that's one encouragement I would give everyone I suppose uh, in the healthcare world too is follow the money because there are, uh, there's a lot of money to be made telling healthy people they're sick. <laughs>